Fed cattle prices tread water last week. Cattle feeders have yet to turn the corner toward reduced average feedlot inventories, but it's getting closer, says Daryl Peel. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Residential. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point for July 6th, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Grain futures prices rose significantly last week and cash-fed cattle prices remained range-bound to lower, but there is still a sense of optimism that fundamentals are nearing a long-awaited corner that will favor producers. Surging grain prices had everything to do with USDA's acreage report issued on Wednesday. USDA estimated corn planted area for all purposes this year to be 1.87 million acres more than last year at 92.7 million acres and soybean planted area to be 5% more at 87.6 million acres. That was significantly less than analysts expected for both crops. Week to week on Friday, corn futures closed an average of 59 cents higher through the front six contracts while soybean futures closed an average of $1.27 higher through the front six contracts. The elevated feed cost outlook pressured feeder cattle futures, which closed an average of $1.05 lower week-to-week on Friday. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. It includes everything from a look at consumer beef perceptions to information about the innovative beef marketing group, as well as a dive into Greeley Hatworks. Fed cattle prices tottered along on either side of steady last week. Live prices were steady to $2 lower in the Southern Plains at $120 to $122 hundredweight. They were unevenly steady in the North at $124 to $126. Dress prices were steady to a dollar higher at $197 to $198. Through Thursday, the five area direct fed steer price was $123.82 a hundredweight on a live basis, which was a dollar and 72 cents lower than the previous week. The five area dress steer price was 28 cents higher at 198.14. Cattle feeders have yet to turn the corner toward reduced average feedlot inventories, but it's getting closer, says Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, in his weekly market comments. Peel explains feedlot inventories declined by 3.4% from February to June of this year, the largest decrease for that period since 2012. He notes the average change in feedlot inventories from February to June in the five years from 2016 to 2020 was an increase of 0.3%. At the same time, Peel points out the 12-month moving average feedlot inventory has been record large since March. Barring some new disruption, feedlot inventory should drop below 2020 and 2019 levels in the next month or two and remain there going forward, Peel says. However, he explains, the ongoing drought could represent such a disruption if dry conditions force feeder cattle into feedlots sooner than usual. He adds that drought could slow down the process of tightening beef supplies this year, 
but increased cow herd liquidation would lead to even smaller supplies in the coming years. Live cattle futures closed an average of $1.58 higher week to week on Friday, except for an average of $0.56 cents lower in the front two contracts. According to Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments, live cattle futures are pricing in a contra-seasonal market for the summer and really strong prices in the fourth quarter of this year and the first quarter of 2022. Griffith points out the futures market is currently pricing in a $10 to $11 price increase between August and December and an additional $3 to $4 by February. On top of that, he notes, the April 2022 live cattle contract is trading just under $140, which is a price that cattle feeders have not seen since May of 2017. This is not an unrealistic price to achieve, he says, but the market has a long way to go to achieve those prices, and demand for beef will have to remain strong. Estimated total cattle slaughter last week was 623,000 head, according to USDA. That was 38,000 head fewer than the previous week. Year-to-date estimated total cattle slaughter of 16.71 million head is 865,000 head more, or 5.5% more than last year. Year-to-date estimated beef production of 13.85 billion pounds is 784.7 million pounds more, or 6.0% more than last year. Choice box beef cutout value was $19.12 lower week to week on Friday at $285.44 a hundred weight. Select was $11.77 lower at $264.41. For a recent perspective, Griffith explains, choice box beef prices reached some of their strongest levels in history the past several months. Beginning in the middle of March, he says, choice box beef prices started an 11-week journey from a price of $227 to $338 a hundredweight, which resulted in an average weekly price gain of $10. During June, Griffith says, choice box beef prices declined about $50. This is a quicker price decline than expected, he says, but reduced production over the holiday shortened week may provide price support, while restocking the meat counter may also keep prices from plunging as quickly next week. As leverage slowly shifts to the cattle feeder, Griffith points out packers will be competing for cattle. The competition should support prices, he says, given that packers are fairly flush with cash given the past several months of strong margins. Currently, U.S. cattle inventories are cyclically high, but beef demand is also high both domestically and in major export markets. The clear solution to meeting this demand while fostering profitability throughout the supply chain is to expand beef processing capacity, according to comments from the Texas Cattle Feeders Association. Those comments were submitted in response to the supply chain executive order issued by the Biden administration earlier this year. In part, that order seeks to develop initiatives that bolster cattle and beef supply chain resiliency. TCFA's comments explain meat packers of all sizes face similar operational challenges, the most consistent and severe of which is labor recruitment and retention. The largest barrier to entry, however, is access to sufficient capital for construction, with the industry average startup cost for a meat processing facility at roughly $100,000 per hook. 
This means that a thousand head per day plant would need to secure a hundred million dollars in financing just to build the infrastructure. As a further complication, traditional lending institutions are sometimes unable to provide adequate financing due to the capital requirements of meatpacking business models. Although expanding domestic beef processing capacity is a key mid to long term strategy to improve supply chain resiliency, TCFA also points out current infrastructure offers added opportunity. Most major meat packers are not operating plants at 100% throughput capacity, according to TCFA. Unfortunately, due to the proprietary nature of firm-by-firm and plant-by-plant efficiency data, the exact number of hooks not being utilized is unknown. TCFA urges USDA to examine ways to support the industry in reaching 100% processing capacity utilization. And that's your July 6 CAF News Price Point with Wes Ishmore. Thanks for listening.